0: Up in that ass for the nine frizzay, LBC. Yo, when I get back, it's me, it's me, it's that BDE, along with the big homie Ben Pack, the seven footer. Up, we are here. You you heard that correct? That wasn't Jeff.
1: He had the flow, but it wasn't it wasn't what we're all used to here in the giant bomb aftermath. I'm here with a very special guest. I'm very excited to have him. Big. Dave Energy man himself, Business Dave Energy, that's the emote, right? BDE. It's uh, Dave Nalaska right here joining us. How are you doing, Dave?
0: I'm doing pretty good, Ben. Thank you,
1: Pat. I think that's the first time I've ever called you Dave. And I feel like I call a lot of people call you Nalaska, some people call you Dave. You know, it's kind of dealer's choice, I feel like. But uh, I've avoided to call you Dave all this time because that's my dad's name. Dave Pack? Mm-hmm. Wow. And I feel like that's too much of a conflict of interest for me. I get it. Um, so we got, we got Alaska here. Uh, Jeff is out at Judges Week, of course, doing E3 stuff. Feel free to tune out <laughs> right now. Uh, but we, uh, you know, we, it's sale week. And uh, I'm sure people, people always write in with questions about Giant Bomb, stuff like that. Sometimes it's stuff we don't want to answer. Obviously, you don't want to give away all your secrets. Sometimes it's stuff we just don't know. Um, So we wanted to get Dave in here to kind of, you know, just hang out. We're going to take some calls. If you've got questions about business. Then we've got dancers. No, we can't say that. Uh, Also, I don't know. What what other stuff are you into? What other stuff can you speak to? Uh, 80s action uh, films?
0: Oh, my God. Uh, Avengers. uh, This is going to be a spoilers cast. Avengers, (laughs) Game of Thrones. Oh, Oh, do you have any hot takes? I don't love GOT. Oh. Uh, don't even get me started on how Star Wars sucks now. Am <laughs> I right, guys? Huh? <laughs> uh, NBA playoffs. Okay. Maybe you've heard of the Golden State Warriors.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would say wrestling, but we get that every other week instead, so we don't need that here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to load up voicemails because we also have a voicemail line. You can reach us at 707-EXIT-FLU um like we've said before we are the 3 a.m boys dave you are an honorary 3 a.m boy uh the 3 a.m boys are the people you can call at 3 a.m no matter if you're fucked up or not just leave us a voicemail and we might play it on the show
0: that's what you and jeff call each other the 3 a.m boys
1: on this on this podcast in particular yes i mean it's, it got trend we're getting the trending
0: yeah I, I i would i would hope that jeff is a little more mature than that but okay <laughs> All right, so we got a...
1: I, I see a question in the chat here. Um, are, you a, are you a man who's done much traveling? I am not.
0: I am, I've not traveled much.
1: Have you left the United States? I have left the United States. Well, we've got a question here from Black Adder 88. What is your favorite money from another country? It could be on, based on the name. It could be based on the actual currency itself. I like Canadian money because it looks fake uh, and it's made of plastic. I like the yen symbol. Ooh, yeah, that's a strong symbol.
0: Bitcoin, though, hot right now. Hot this week, guys. <laughs> yeah, buy. You think it's a buy. buy week? No, it's probably time to sell. But last <laughs>
1: week, so time to buy. What about my, like, uh, $80 in Ethereum I bought
0: right after it crashed? Uh, I'd, I'd hold on to that.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll hold on to that. It's probably worth, like, $6 at this point. Mm-hmm. I have not looked up. Uh, don't forget to talk into your microphone. Yeah, this app, this app sucks. <laughs> Ooh, this, is, this You sound better though, right there.
0: Ah shit.
1: Uh, oh, Jeff didn't put the instructions on how to join us on Discord. Um, uh, because he's not here. But if you're already our friend on Discord, feel free to call, chat in with a question. I'm just going go to go into the voicemails right now. Um, and here we go. Hey, this is DJ from Chetney, Tennessee. I was wondering, uh, what's up with Metal Slug? Some people are like obsessed with that, and I just really don't get it. So, just wondering.
0: Thanks. You ever play Metal Slug? You Metal Slug guy? I'm familiar with Metal Slug. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not anti-Metal Slug. <laughs> As to why people are obsessed with it, it's probably more of a Jeff question. Don't you really <laughs> think? Well, I can I can answer the second part. Can so? you answer
1: this one? No, I don't. I don't no, know why. I played through. Uh, they like had a collection for the Wii that had all the Metal Slicks. But let me ask you this: You walk into a, a typical arcade, kind of like a very, very average spread of games. What Love are you? Typical arcades. What are you attracted to first? What are, What are the first kind of? If you pop into an arcade, what are you on the lookout
0: for? <sighs> um, NBA Jam, Ninja Turtles game, Simpsons game, Simpsons game. You ever beat that Simpsons game? No, I have not. The only game I've ever beaten in an arcade was LA Machine Guns and I'm pretty sure what that, that? <laughs> it's just a helicopter game with two machine guns on the thing. And me and my friend used to cut community college and I <laughs> feel like we beat it in like an hour.
1: L.A. Machine Guns. Yeah, it looks like a, pl- a full playthrough here is roughly 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it took us twice as long. To do. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be got to factor in types for continues. Good. It felt pretty good to see, an, uh, to see credits in, in an arcade.
1: Also, I really like that the name of this game is L.A.
0: and then Machine Guns, one
1: word. Uh, what, did,
0: what did Jeff Gershman give that
1: game? I feel like it's... Ooh, amazing. that's a good question. Let's see if the Game Spot review...
0: Uh, L.A. Machine Gun. How many Maddens out of 10 for Metal Slug? I'll give it seven Maddens. What, uh, which Madden game has gotten the most Maddens? Uh, Madden 05 was a big one for me, but that's also just because of where I was in my life at the time. Mm. In, a, in an apartment surrounded with other people in apartments that would just come down at any time of the day or night and uh, play Madden. Was and there Mike Vick? Mike Vick was very good in that game. Oh sure. Was there any like
1: money on the line? Was this purely friendly? Did uh, you guys have like a league or anything?
0: No, but there was a lot of shit talking. Oh sure. So it was mostly for like pride. For pride, um, I'd say maybe the gaming highlight of my life is that I made one of my friends so mad talking talking shit. To, he he was definitely call him out, William Lee uh he definitely quit he rage quit and he walked out of the apartment and then the next night we were supposed to go he's supposed to come to come over to like pregame before we go out to a party he didn't want to go because he knew i was going to be there and he was still feeling bad about it <laughs> some say to this day he still feels bad <laughs> he's about still it. he's never been the same to me <laughs> um we got a,
1: an actual question about business here uh from rc airman says, I'm in an MBA program right now, but I'm struggling with the finance classes. Do you have any recommendations to help me finish?
0: Uh, I was not in finance, and I'm also not smart enough to... I, I stopped at my bachelor's. I just wanted a piece of paper that said that I could work somewhere.
1: You have more like practical, hands-on...
0: That's right. Like I'm street a, smarts, let's real, say. Real-world experience is what, is what I got. <laughs> so it took me a lot longer to get to where you're getting, but... um. I don't know. I used to do really well at the beginning of the semester. I would go to every class, I'd take very very good notes, do all the do the all the assignments, and I would ace the first few tests. And then, as I started to build like a big enough lead, I'd start slacking more and more and more yeah. to the point where the final would always be like, uh, I should be okay, but if I really fuck up, then I'm gonna have to to, to take the class again. So. Uh, don't do that is what I'd say.
1: Definitely don't do that. My, uh, I had a very similar high school experience where it was like there were the class – I had like solid A's in a couple classes. I had uh, – I was in like AP uh, English, but then some classes I was just straight up I did not care about, and uh, one of them was economics and I actually got put into like remedial economics just because I was doing there's so. A remedial bad.
0: economics class.
1: There's a remedial everything. Like if you're if you're bad enough, there's one period of a class that they put all the kids who don't care about it in. And it literally came down to I needed to get a B or higher on the final or I wasn't on that class or I wasn't gonna graduate. <laughs> and uh don't put yourself in a situation like that because
0: that's insanely stressful. And I did get a hundred percent on it. So Whoa. I guess Take hey, the remedial route is the, is the, is the answer here. <laughs> the other thing that I did that worked well for me is I would commute to school with a friend uh, from high school every, every day. And we'd take similar classes, but we weren't always uh, lucky enough to be in the same class. So, like, she'd have the same teacher and the same course, but maybe she took it the semester before or maybe she'd take it earlier in the day. She would then just text me what's going to be on the test. So, if you can hook up something like that, that is also ideal. Uh,
1: All right. Um, Boy, there's not a lot of... I think that we might have a Discord issue, but that's okay because there's plenty of people in the chat asking questions. Uh, This is from Adago. I've got a job interview tomorrow. What are your job interview life hacks?
0: I don't know about life hacks. Uh, just think about it like this. Mm. They don't want to interview anyone either. They want to get this done as <laughs> soon as possible. Yeah. So put yourself in their shoes and try to answer from their perspective. What What do they want to hear? What makes their life easier? That's the the best business advice I've ever gotten was uh, you. everyone has a life outside of work, and they all want things to be as easy as possible when they're here, so make things easier for your boss and be that try to try to let that come across as as uh, you're talking to them let them right. make that sense that you're someone that you they can cu- would come in you they plug in and they don't have to worry about stuff anymore
1: that's like uh yeah they're ob- so a, com- a company hires new people when they have a problem that needs fixing present yourself as the solution to that problem like try and figure out yes they're hiring a person who they want who can do this this and this but Try and think about like the main reason they're hiring this person, right? You know, and, and kind of just self-cording. Something I was always bad at, um, maybe you have a, have a tip here is uh, like the follow-up. You know, the like, you're supposed to, they say you're supposed to like circle back, send an email saying like, oh, it was great to interview, like kind of like a, after a first date sort of thing. It's hard to judge when to reach out, how, who, who needs to reach out first. Do you have any advice?
0: Uh, I, I think it's the same. Don't, don't reach out just to reach out, reach out. If it's something that you are truly still interested in, which is probably most people, most of the time. And then put yourself in their shoes. What did they say they have to do before they get back to you with next steps? Does it make sense to reach out? Or did they say, uh, that's actually when that's the easy question. When the softball, when they say, do you have any questions for me? Um, those timing questions are an easy thing to make it. If you don't have any questions, ask that stuff so that you know when to, to check back in. And um, I don't know why. Why am I taking interview <laughs> questions? Why, are, why is it all interview questions? I mean, that,
1: we're dealing with the cards that we get dealt, and but you know, it's even better than
0: live questions sometimes. I've been working here for twelve years. I, I'm not uh, apparently not very good at interviews. <laughs> okay, then tell us.
1: Tell us a, Tell us a fun. Here's
0: a here's a business Day story. of Origin story. Yeah, please. L- little do you all know that I was the trafficker for the Kaine Lynch campaign. Really, it's a true story. I didn't even know that. It's a true story. Business Day of Origins. Yeah. Um, because when I started here, it was it was very specialized and it was, uh. Like right now, everything is centralized. So there's one sales team for the majority of. One person sells CNET and GameSpot and Giant Bomb and TV and all that stuff. But before, it would go by site. And then by site, there'd be a sales team. So a sales team that just sold GameSpot. And then of that sales team that just sold GameSpot, they would be assigned a trafficker reporter that just worked on their sales campaigns. Now there's like, a central team that does all the trafficking and a central team that does all the reporting. It doesn't matter what site. But back then, it was very specialized. And it was, um, one of, at the time, it was the biggest spend of any one campaign on GameSpot. And I just remember the, my sales team, my sales lead, kind of just saying, like, trying to pump me up and being like, this campaign will succeed... Uh, based on your ability to navigate through these, these treacherous waters. Because there was all these assets and all these expectations. Um, basically, she was just trying to tell me, like, this is important, so, like, don't fuck this up and right. stay on top of it. But she also knew that, that I could. And, like, I was given that one because um, they knew, like, I had this. And then out of my control was all the stuff that happened after the fact. And in a way... I help contribute to the beginning of Giant Bomb, if you think about it.
1: You're the you, basically you're if the
0: If I fuck up that trafficking campaign. You're the Mr. Glass to our uh, unbreakable. I I don't I'm not completely familiar with that lore, but I feel like Mr. Glass is a less than cool character. He's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, but he's like a weak ass Samuel. Let's <laughs> take like a voicemail. Okay. Ben, Jeff. Dave, uh, it's Michael from the uh, Central Standard Time Zone.
1: I uh, just wanted to know if, if you could know one secret, one secret from the entire span of history, if you could know one secret that nobody else should know but you, what would you like to know?
0: Mine is Game of Thrones related. I want to know who the Night King really is. You know. Oh, like his origin story.
1: But I mean, what if it's like boring? Like he's his name was Fred. Fred Stark, and he was like the shittiest younger brother of the Stark family. Who didn't do anything. I don't know. I'm making this sound way more appealing. That sounds pretty good. Uh, But I mean, think about it. You could like, who really killed JFK? Are aliens real? Uh, You know, there's got to be something you've always like been really curious
0: about from history that. Um, yeah, I mean, it goes back to Max Caravella and what (laughs) his his questions about religion, like that's probably if that's the ultimate secret, right? Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Like, are we, I feel like are we
1: alone is maybe two thirds of the big secrets out there, whether it be are we alone in the universe, right? Are we aliens or are we alone, like spiritually? Are we a god, you know, so like, I feel like that might be just the best softball question you can get an answer from. Um, we, have, uh, we have a question from R.C. Airman. With Doug Baldwin retiring from the Seahawks this year, who is going to be the secret underrated slot receiver in Madden?
0: Man, I don't know. It's probably some speedster that was just recently drafted. Uh, I feel like the Seahawks drafted a dude that is like super athletic and i don't remember his name uh but that guy's got to have some pretty good speed i don't know if he'll be a sleeper but someone like that there used to be a guy uh ricardo lockett which who never even played or he was always on the bench but his speed was so good that um i used to always just bomb it to him um so yeah someone someone fast that, that i've not heard of yet
1: they're so fast that no no reporters can catch up to them, get their name. Way to save the segment, Ben.
0: Hi, this is Nathan from Olympia, Washington. What's your favorite juice that isn't orange juice or <laughs> apple juice? Oh,
1: I feel like that's such a... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's your favorite soda that's not cola or lemon lime? Uh,
0: i got to go mango. I like pineapple juice. Yeah, mangoes
1: good. Pineapple juice is good, but I feel like you have got to cut it with something else. Like I, I never really want to drink a big no, cup I'm not of pineapple that juice.
0: Just straight pineapple
1: juice. Yeah, I call it PJ. I do like yeah, those PJ. little the little like doll cans. You know those little like shooter cans. Uh, here's here's my question. What's your favorite uh, juice
0: to mix in with an alcohol? Uh, um. Man, I really suck at these shows, Ben, because I don't have answers to these bullshit questions right off the top of my head. Well, what, what you, I guess it depends on what I'm drinking. Um, Damn it, Dave! <laughs> if, if I, okay, I, I, if when I order a drink that is mixed with juice, it's typically a screwdriver. So vodka and OJ.
1: Classic. How
0: about well, that's not orange juice or apple juice? <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull of the vodka is Red Bull of juice? Red Bull's of juice for sure, dude. What's uh, your take on this bang energy? How come I keep seeing that all over the place?
1: We we talked a little bit about this uh, last week. There's kind of like a new energy drink renaissance. You've got bang, you've got a uh, b- bopper. What's that one? That's like There's a rain one. Pink rain. And I miss the good old days of Go Girl. That shit remember, was good. I don't remember that one. Go Girl was good. I went out when um when Whiskey Media... Was doing their uh, Adult Swim crossover, like they were debuting the new Adult Swim sd SUV show. Uh, everyone was going to be staying until midnight, so I had to go make a Go Girl, or I had to go make an energy drink run. And the only energy drink we could find at the Safeway was Go Girl, and I brought it back. and I think Ryan got
0: mad at me. So, do you typically get energy drinks in bulk while you're shopping, or do you get them as a as a one-off like at the liquor store.
1: Uh, there's it pretty much usually as a one-off. I'm, I'm a mate guy now, uh, and you can't you don't really find like packs of yerb. Um, those are kind of a la mode. So I'll grab like, and, and in particular, I like the unsweetened ones, which are harder to find. So if I like, if I do find one, I'll grab like six of them. Um, but if I'm getting like a one-off, oh, God, I need an energy drink, I'll pop in and grab like a, one of those lemonade rock stars that Jason always drinks. He he got me
0: hooked on those bad... (laughs) He ruined your life. (laughs) DK Metcalf, yes. DK Metcalf is the receiver that is supposed to be super crazy athletic. All right, I Someone, was about- asking for my official take on the Poggy Boys. Oh, yeah? Did you tune in? I did not. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. I, I typically uh, wait for the Business Dave apps, you know? <laughs> <laughs> those are the
1: ones that go into your RSS feed. Those are, the, those are the good ones. Are you in our back... Can we, like, tag you in episodes? Are
0: you in our back end as of uh, who's in this episode thing? I believe so. So okay. I am on QL crew under <laughs> Business Dave.
1: What, uh... What... If you had like unlimited budget and unlimited time and, and, you know, magic powers basically to make anything happen, what would be your like dream thing to make happen for this website? Like, if you were like completely like, you know, we're, we're giving you a billion dollars, time and money are not an issue. Is it like a, a show somewhere cool? Like, is it a live show somewhere cool? Is it like a, we get celebrities involved? Like, what is your biggest pie in the sky? Like, ultimate
0: idea um i think part Th- of the charm of this site is its scrappiness sure and, and not as um kind of high production things all the time so that that's a conversation that we have where sometimes we do have believe it or not the option to go a little bit bigger yeah. or uh, more grandiose but it's always it kills the vibe of the successful thing that you guys have already created Mm -hmm. um the thing that i was kicking around that will probably get shit on but this is probably a good place to just throw it out there as a thing that you don't have to worry about happening (laughs) unless you really want it to happen um is the idea of virtual currency to the point where it's not not like loot boxes or pay to win or anything like that but rewarding people for all of the site activity like one of the reasons I love um, Giant Bomb uh, period is the community around this stuff it's watching shows along with people interacting with people um, and then seeing their love or enthusiasm for the bullshit that you guys be doing on a regular basis so what if we rewarded them for that what if we rewarded them for um, wiki entries and things like that and um, what if we were able to incentivize people for getting them to do the stuff that we want them to do or know about? Like not like everyone currently there's um, not a lot of people watching live on the chat because it's me, but everyone watching right now, like that's a thing that I don't know that everyone is aware of is a membership perk. Like what if we could uh, had unlocks and you got points for doing these things and you, that's how you knew like, Hey, there's a bomb cast that happens at, this time in my Mm -hmm. time zone and I can watch that live and then you got points and that was the way of putting that on their radar. Stuff like that um, that maybe turn in for merch or to further your subscription for free or to gift to other people. That's stuff that I've um, always thought would be kind of a cool way of letting what our power is, our power is our audience um, and their devotion to the site and the content and kind of rewarding them for that too, um, but that's there are a ton of resources that are required to make that stuff come through, and then it's also like if i 'm talking about a virtual currency um, what like i 'm earning all of these points, all of these dollars, what am I spending it on, and that 's not as clear to me as uh, i mean you know merch could be a thing um Free subscription time could be a thing, but then it also becomes like is that like a minimum wage job that you're basically putting them on? So that it gets weird there too, and I don't want to take it there, but I feel like there might be some sort of uh, in between that is the best of all worlds that um, people don't laugh at me, but they don't. They know that it's there are enough uh, hurdles in our way currently to s- kind of stop the conversation from ever becoming a reality. But mm. I think with Giant Bomb is we are, uh, we are very scrappy. We don't have huge, you know, we don't make our money from ad sales. That's what the majority of sites make their, where they, where they make their money, right? Or like um, sponsorship deals. Sponsorship deals, like they, and it's like I don't, I don't hate on them for what they do because that's the way they're built. Um, they are all built around page views equal impressions, impressions equal you know dollars off of my CPM, and that is the thing that funds them. Um, that's kind of the world that I come from. And I think part of the reason why I was initially um, given this job is because they're like, well, he's had success in that world. Giant Bomb is this thing that could use some help with sales support. And when I came and I took a look at the numbers, the first thing I said was, um, like the sales piece is the least interesting thing of the entire revenue story uh, because the subscription were, were carrying you guys and there wasn't a lot of thought or time put behind growing that number outside of you know, someone tweeting like Rory tweeting or saying, putting a site post. Right. Um, so that like the subscriptions are what make it possible. And you know, it's, there's a sale going on right now. Uh, I swear this wasn't a, a way, a long way to kind of plug the sale, but like, if you guys are listening to this, you're already aware of the premium stuff. The, so I'll just throw out the sale so that you know that this is the best time price wise to get in. Um, if you're interested in renewing, but Thank you for your support if you've ever been a subscriber because it is the fact that you guys subscribe that makes it possible for them to cover games in a way that is of interest to them and not in a way that is of interest and in, or in service to algorithms. Because without you guys, um, they are then trying to get page views and the way you get page views is to speak to the algorithms and the way you speak to the algorithms is to cover fucking the 22 things you didn't know about last week's game of thrones episode right. on a video game website. So again, no hate to those that do that, but um the fact that we have you guys is why they're able to cover things in a way uh like it's 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 coverage for for people, not for page views and that's strictly because of you guys and that's kind of again why I always when I when I talk about giant bomb to people upstairs or to people throughout the company that aren't as familiar with what we do, it's, it's a trip because everything we do is the opposite of the way everyone else is set up and right. structured. And I love that about Giant Bomb. And I, that's kind of what makes this, uh, this job in particular of interest to me. It's because um, I feel like we were however many years ahead of the curve. Not even we, because you, you know Jeff and Vinny and, and Dave Snyder and those guys Turns out Will Smith was a part of those conversations (laughs) I found out today. Um, They had them ahead of the game and now I feel like the rest of the internet is catching up and I'm trying to get us to whatever that thing, three steps uh, ahead should be um, and and to keep Giant Bomb ahead of our time so that we're constantly adding uh, ways to uh, keep this thing alive in a way that we want it to be and that you want it to be.
1: Totally. Yeah, it, it it you talk about Giant Bomb being different, and I mean, I know it's apples and oranges to a point, but I, I've worked at a lot of different startups around the area, a lot of different you know companies, and, and like one was a media company, one was a sales company, one was you know they they were all different, but it was always the conversation about like the the company was always the same. It was always like, okay, how do we like keep growing and getting in these new like you know, obviously we need to grow in this area and grow in this area and grow in this area. And giant bomb is nice because we do want to grow. We do want to like, you know, get out to more people, but the focus is really on like creating a quality product first and then getting it to as many people as possible and less about like, how do we make this company make us a trillion dollars so we can sell to Facebook. And yeah. it's just, it's refreshing around here to, to work for a place like that.
0: Uh, yeah. And I think we are in a, a really great, uh, position just because we are rolled up into um kind of a a bigger a bigger group within a bigger group within a bigger group, yeah, and those other groups are not doing too poorly and and even if they were, if you kind of just strip all that stuff away, I think the thing that i 've been working on solidifying and the story that i 've been trying to to tell everyone else is that um you know with everyone else, like no one is is helping lift us we are paving our own roads over here we are um completely self-sufficient and that is that kind of helps too when when we are going kind of against the grain you can't argue with it if it's if it's if it's working but it's only working because people are supporting us so again thank you thank you thank you thank you
1: yeah wow i didn't expect to get so real there but uh i think uh i think that seems like a pretty good place to end it dave Obviously there's a sale going on. Anything else you want to get the word out about?
0: Uh no, they know sale goes on till Sunday. Sunday. Thank you guys again for your support. Um I'm sorry that this is probably the worst and most boring after show. No, our first few were way worse than this. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of remember them being better than this. <laughs> um Yeah, you guys those are some hard questions.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I I knew I could ask them because I knew you're a man who can handle it. as much as much as you uh like to say, you know, you're is not lemonade
0: a, a juice. Let's done with that. No. Yeah, I agree it's not. It's an aid.
1: <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Dave. Uh and oh, yeah, this is where I this is where I normally play the outro, so I'm just going to pretend like i have been the whole time we'll see you next time uh as always you can reach us live via discord or on the phone with a voicemail 707 exit flu jeff will be back next week
0: thank god and uh (laughs) we'll see you all (laughs) then bye guys thank you giant bomb loves you